Hello and welcome back to Screen 101 Podcast. I'm Brennan Klein. And I'm Shannon Schlockian. What? I'm just Sergio. Um, we're coming at you live from the Klein family holiday celebration. We're literally baking bread right now, so I might have to interrupt the podcast in case the house is burning down. Um, That's not how bread works. It doesn't catch on fire? No. Really? No. Oh, thanks for that baker surge. You're welcome. Um, But yeah. There's a whole situation going on here. Shannon and I are here to um, discuss the movie Inside with you. It's set on Christmas Eve. It's another secret Christmas movie like I, Madman, Night of the Comet, Kronos that we just watched. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. it's a wonderful uh, reunion for uh, not only myself on the podcast, but for the three of us together. Because when we watched it the first time, because this is our second time watching, when we watched it the first time, all three of us watched it. And it was actually a Sergio suggestion that wasn't terrible yeah it was his um, christmas present that okay, he got me first off ago. i've suggested movies that you've loved okay let us not bring up forget south park remember that <laughs> we're not talking about that <laughs> um anyway so yeah the first time we watched it was two years ago right yes exactly two years ago exactly, almost almost exactly two years ago which is a long time for our friendship and for y'all's relationship yeah, yeah. yeah really Jeez. um <laughs> but yeah so for those of you who have joined us in the past season which i doubt is anybody but shannon is our uh co-host from the entire first season she was on us for 52 episodes yeah then she moved to seattle to help children but she's in town for christmas mm-hmm. it's a christmas miracle so shannon and i watched this movie sergio did not he's here so he's just gonna let he he saw it two years ago right uh-huh. um so he can chime in when he wants but i don't think he wants to because he's tired I'll, I'll i'll say things that'll provoke him it'll be fine great what could you say about this movie that would provoke me? We'll find out. Oh, it doesn't have to be about this movie, my friend. Okay, fine. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, whatever. Okay, so um, we watched Inside. Here is the plot. Get ready for the most gruesome, terrifying, and disturbing film you've ever seen. Four months after pregnant Sarah loses her husband in a horrific auto accident, she is visited on Christmas Eve by three spirits, no, by a mysterious madwoman. Alone and desperate to save her unborn child, Sarah fights to stay alive as each of her potential rescuers die at the woman's sadistic hands. Dun, dun, dun. That's pretty much the entire plot forever. It's a very simple film. Yeah, although she doesn't really... I don't feel like she really cares about saving her unborn child. Like she, I think she's more more cares about her herself herself her body herself yeah more of a liberal that way okay um it's a it's like a babadook situation where like her husband's dead she has this baby that she's stuck with she doesn't want to deal with it you saying things to provoke me now anyway um hey shannon uh do you remember your spiel about how we rate things oh my gosh yes we i did like preset in my brain okay um we rate the we rate movies on a five point Likert scale. Um, one. This is Christmas themed ones. Okay, okay, okay. We rate scariness one to five Krampuses, campiness one to five tinsels, FX. No, I don't know. FX one to five. Fetuses. Fetuses. Thank you. It's inside. Yeah, and quality one to five North Stars. Oh, that's wonderful. Shining over Bethlehem. We're not a religious podcast, but um, Merry Christmas to those of you who celebrate Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, Merry everything else. It's December. Merry Ramadan, December 25th to everybody Hanukkah, else. I think Navidad. Hanukkah. There is a Hanukkah day today, right? It I overlaps so. this year. I've heard. Happy it Hanukkah. Or, it overlaps with the uh, with um, New Year's, too. Oh, they're having a great time. I know. Okay, cool. Mazel. Yep. 
Mazel. Anyway, um, let's not descend into. Um, I think I think it isn't, but it might be interesting to to note the fact that this is a Christmas movie and it is about pregnancy. Like that's kind of interesting. She's like, she was supposed to give birth on Christmas. This is a Jesus Christ parable, with more scissors and blood. I concur. Anyway, Inside is a French movie from 2007. It's part of the subgenre known as French extremism. And let me tell you a thing. They do a good job. Oh I actually Boy, is it French and extreme. <laughs> Indeed. So yeah, let's uh, let's jump right in cuz uh, we got bread bacon. So let's get started. What's your scariness rating, Shannon? My scariness um even though this was a rewatch, so it would like affect my score, I still remember mm-hmm. the sheer uh, excitement and terror that was the first watching of this um, movie. Um, so I'm rating it a four out of five wow, Krampuses. That's strong. Yeah. What about yourself? Um, I'm giving it three out of five Krampuses. Uh, it's it's a movie that to me is more appealing because of its like really just grotesque carnage and not so much because of its scariness. Mm-hmm. But it does have some really powerful moments of um, the mysterious woman in black. She's got this fabulous silhouette dress mm-hmm. that's like an angel of death black flowing dress that just swoops with her. Um, and the parts where she's stalking her and you don't know what's going on or what she's going to do, those are really well shot and really well done. Yeah, I think one of the scariest parts about this movie, which you don't get in the rewatch, and again, spoilers, um, is the the entire twist. I think that not knowing who this woman woman is and like not understanding why she's doing this sort of thing and, and it being kind of like a Michael Myers, like pure evil mm-hmm. sort of deal um, is what makes it kind of, kind of terrifying. Uh, with that being said, I am really upset because we were watching with your sister, Lauren. Yes. And the first time the, the woman in black shows up, Lauren's like, is that that weird nurse from the hospital? And I was so mad because when I watched this the first time, and I think when you watched it too, I had no idea that those were the two were the same people. Yeah. Like, at all. That, um, that was an interesting thing, because, like, she has a very prominent gap in her teeth, and I was trying to look at it in the nurse, and I think they kind of hit it a little bit, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, one thing that kind of hampered the scariness for me was that, like, in the end, there are a lot of really dumb decisions being made. Like, it's not super clear why the girl doesn't just leave the house, mm-hmm. and she decides to, like, fight back against the killer lady, mm-hmm. and there's a cop who does some weird stuff, and I just chalked it off to, like, oh, baby brain, oh my god, dumb decisions. <laughs> um, but... It's a little strange, so I'm not as scared by it because we're, like, back into dumb horror movie mode. Right. But, uh, you know, let's go to campiness, and then we can talk about what really matters, which is the gore in yes. this movie. Perfect, perfect. Um, so campiness, I rated it a one out of five tinsels. Okay. I think I think the only really campy things about this movie, other than what you said about, like, the questions as to, like, why don't you like leave why don't you do these things mm-hmm. is just um call out for help when there's eight people in your house right and i like part of that is like okay maybe she doesn't know because she's locked in the bathroom uh-huh. and blah, blah 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 um but i think the funny things are like the tracheotomy because she, oh, yeah. she gives she gives herself gives a tracheotomy, tracheotomy with a knitting needle with a knitting needle um and and then also the the guy getting shot in the face with a flare gun and oh. being completely blinded but it looking like a zombie movie where he's just like, like a zombie yeah um and I, I will admit, I did go to the restroom during this movie, so I missed like a good chunk of the like the. You missed like one of the cops dying. Yeah, um, so coming back, I was like, well, yeah, didn't he get shot with a flare gun and like, uh, yeah, yeah, 
Um, I'm actually going to give it two out of five tinsels for campiness. Because, mm-hmm. well, especially in the third act, this stuff just gets crazy. Yeah. And it's just a bananas film, and it becomes a little less horrifying and a little more silly. It's extreme. Like, yeah, like, there's a great part where, because um, it's very clear at this point that the woman in black wants her baby in her mm-hmm. pregnant tummy. Mm-hmm. And so she's basically holding the baby hostage, like, pointing a sharp, something sharp. Everything in this house is sharp. Like, I think her I think it was a needle. A needle? Yeah. Yeah. But just like every, like, I think her hobby is like, let's sharpen this pair of scissors that I have so I can cut paper with like, just by looking at it. Mm -hmm. Everything is so sharp. But um, she is threatening the life of the baby by putting that needle like up to her stomach. She's like, I'm going to kill this thing if you come like any step closer. And the woman in black just stares at her and just grabs the toaster by its cord and (laughs) wings it at her and hits her in the head. (laughs) Like, it's really sudden and kind of a funny... Like, it's a your next e-gag. Yeah, it was so good, though. And then there's a part where she lights a cigarette, and the the victim uses cooking spray to turn into flamethrower and, like, Freddy Krueger her face. Yeah. I don't know. Just this French lady getting flambéed is kind of funny. Yes, indeed. Indeed. She she turns into a creme brulee. <laughs> um, oh, God. She does. She does. Uh, My mom's a creme brulee. <laughs> new to Disney Channel. <laughs> <laughs> talk with a blog after that my mom's a crab <laughs> um yeah okay so my mom ripped me untimely from the womb oi, anyway. oi, okay. oi. yeah no i can agree with it getting like a extreme right yeah. like that's part of it um i think i was enjoying it too much to like really mind it though yeah it's, um, no, it's an awesome movie it's great it's you strap yourself in and then you're in for a ride Absolutely. which is great there at no moment is it like too slow you know, there are moments that are really confusing, like when she gets freaked out because the woman is like outside her her window mm-hmm. and she like takes pictures of her. And then the, the woman, woman, woman in black, like breaks the window with her hand. Well, she like punches it. And she it punches cracks. it and it cracks and it doesn't like break, but she like breaks the window, like cracks the window with her hand. Um, and then the next shot is of pregnant woman, like developing the photo she took of her. No, because she's taking all the photos and then she disappears. Right. I know. But like. My immediate thought, when I'm pregnant and alone, and someone has threatened so me, right, and mm-hmm. someone has has threatened me, um, is not to go and develop my photos. Okay. Well, let me offer you this uh, repost. Okay. This is a French movie, <laughs> as I okay. Um, this movie, I remember it as being like a hyper gory movie, super crazy horror, a bunch of scissors going into people, mm-hmm. lots of penetrative objects right but um one thing i totally forgot is that for the first act well at the exactly the 30 minute mark it goes from zero to 60 and never stops right but the third act or the first act is setting up all the characters and all this stuff and it's Mm. very french Mm. like there's a lot of lighting cigarettes there's a lot of photography there's a lot of ennui while sitting on park benches yes and a lot of uh cursing and yeah yeah it's a very french movie and i think that's another thing like that where it's kind of just like quasi neorealist new wave stuff going on where she's like i'm just gonna go develop photos i'm like yeah kind of airy an angsty teenager yeah yeah it's no very kidding. strange no kidding but on to what really matters yes indeed the please FX, the gore <sighs> out of five fetuses what do you give inside i i'm gonna give it four because i feel like that's a, that is a low score shannon tell me I why i know i know and i gotta say like this is my French joke, like merde. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm not even gonna try to say that more French because that's gonna Mid. be worse. Yeah. Um, 
I know. I, I, I learned German, not French. <laughs> it's all guttural. Um, the Because the effects are great. They're wonderful. Um, she goes from wearing, the main character goes from wearing Sarah. Goes from wearing. Sarah. I know. She just, it's like K Sarah Sarah. Um, <laughs> she goes from wearing a white, well, it looks like a baby doll dress. Yeah, it's like a nighty. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. Weird. She goes from it being white to her entire body, head to toe, Carrie style, being just blood red Mm -hmm. and like a deep, like coated in blood. So much blood that she should no longer be awake. Um, That's what's cool about this movie is that it's totally improbable. Right, exactly. And there's actually a scene where um, she's on a staircase when it like... This is the part when I realized that I love this movie is when she's on the staircase, very last scene... And they, like, ugly flambe woman cuts open her stomach, and then you just see, like, the blood, like, falling off the steps. Yeah. You know? So there's so much blood. It's great. Um, so much, like you said, penetrative wounds and guns and um, give them extra points for usage of different items. As it's so creative. It's so creative. That's so That's important if you're making a gore movie. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, And they bring in so much like fresh meat from mm-hmm. the outside. There's like four cops and her mom and her boss and everyone's in this house having a blood party. <laughs> it's a blood party. Yeah. Um, definitely. I think it definitely could have been better in... I don't know. Like all the gashes, like they could have been deeper or they could have been... You're such a gore hound. You are insane. I know. You know. I, know. I love it though. This is great. This, I know. It was really good. And I I haven't seen a gory movie because I have not been with Brennan. I haven't seen a gory movie in a long time. So I enjoyed watching this and being reminded of, good. of the beauty. Of good time. Christmas cheer and eggnog. Um, red is a Christmassy color. Red is the Christmassiest color. And it is indeed. Um, but look. I'm not insane, so I gave this movie five out of five fetuses okay. because the only like acceptable ding against it is that they keep cutting to images of this CGI baby inside mm-hmm. her stomach, and that looks terrible. That's true. Like I get why they're doing it, but I'm not into that. Yeah. But there's a literal river of blood in this movie yes, going down is. the stairs that you mentioned. Um, a guy's head gets blown in half. It's crazy. And the exact moment that it goes from zero to 60 is when um, the pregnant lady is asleep and the woman in black is running scissors up her belly and she pierces her belly button and this little rivulet of blood starts coming down. Mm -hmm. And then the woman wakes up, gets slashed across the face, and we're there. It's crazy. Right. I definitely think the face slash is what does it. Mm -hmm. That's the part where you're like, they're not messing around here. We're looking at gross, gross things. Yep. And the part, there's a part where she um, accidentally kills her own mother because she doesn't know that um, she, she, there's another person in the mm-hmm. house because um, she's locked in the bathroom. Her mother tries to, like, get her out, and she, like, stabs her through with, like, it was, was it, like, a thing that holds hair together? Yeah, like, yeah. For a bun it's, like, one of those, like, bun like chopsticks. chopsticks. Yeah. But, you know, you sharpen so you can better pierce your hair. Right. Uh, but she just blows open her mom's yeah. carotid artery. And it's it, so gross. There's so much good blood spray, too. Like really good yeah it's like it's like the it's like the uh it's like a full movie out of the black knight scene in Mm -hmm. monty python and the holy grail but Mm -hmm. super gross yeah it's great and 
Yep, that's it. It's yeah, great. I mean, and there's also a dream sequence where she throws up milk and a baby bursts out of her mouth. <laughs> which they had to include because they're like, this movie's not gory until exactly one third of the way into it. We got to throw something in there for yeah. the for the fans. Uh, yeah, let's uh, let's wrap up with quality. Uh, yeah. Oh, our, the bread's gonna be done soon. Good. Um, I think I'm gonna start. Okay. I'm gonna give it four out of five North Stars. My dad also watched this and he hated it and I feel so mm-hmm. bad. Sorry, dad. Um, but I think this this movie is it's a shallow movie in mm-hmm. terms of its plot. It exists to show us the grossest gore imaginable. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that that intent is uh, a bad one. Mm-hmm. Like I'm very excited to look at really gross gore. Mm-hmm. It's definitely an acquired taste. But I also think that with all its simplicity, it's really, really well made. Mm-hmm. Um, the two directors who made it really know what they're doing with their use of light and shadow. There's like a reverse Michael Myers moment, like where his mask shows up in the doorway. Mm-hmm. She has like one where she recedes into the shadows. Mm-hmm. And um, I think there's a lot that people don't really recognize as being important. There's a lot of... Uh, well, because in most slasher films, there's a lot of like phallic imagery. It's knives penetrating bodies, and mm-hmm. we do get a lot of that. But there's also a lot of yonic imagery here, which is like the opposite end. It's mm-hmm. the like the female genitalia because it's two women pitted against each other. Like this is, that's very important. Like um, women and pregnancy and blood are things that are really intricately linked in mm-hmm. terms of like mythology and narrative storytelling. And there's a bunch of things piercing holes into other things, mm-hmm. which is a very uh, not to like get penetrative. Too, like, in like... Depth. Well, the thing is, it's. It is penetrative, but it also creates openings, mm-hmm. which is a very female thing. Like, there's a lot of things. There's a part where she's knitting, and there's a hole in her knitting, and she looks through it with her eye. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of business with uh, peepholes in her front door and in um, the bathroom. Her bathroom, they create a peephole with the scissors. Mm-hmm. And when you're looking at the front of her house, there is one window, and that's her bedroom window on the roof. Mm-hmm. And it's like this singular hole. And I don't want to get gross about it, but like, it's. It's Yannick. It's mm-hmm. vaginal imagery. And it's really cool because mm-hmm. the whole thing is about pregnancy and there's a baby in there and it's it's trapped inside her just mm-hmm. as she's trapped inside this womb-like bathroom in her house. And lar- it's just really cool. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff going on in there and I really respect that. Four out of five. What's yours? <laughs> Sorry, uh, I was rambling. I'm going to give it a three out of five. That's I do. Fair. Yeah. I, I do love this movie. Don't get me wrong. Um, I do think it's a little slow at the beginning until it hits 60. Oh, man. Yes. Yeah. Um, it, it also, one of the beautiful things about this movie is the way that it tells the story. Um, because like I said, it has that kind of Michael Myers, like this woman could just be pure evil. Um, but what I really truly love about this movie is the twist where you see it, you see the, the crash from the perspective of one woman who was with her husband and gets into a car crash. Mm -hmm. Um, but survives and has survivor's guilt, obviously, and doesn't want this baby because it's a reminder of the crash and all these things. Yeah, she got babaduked. Exactly. Um, and, like, the twist being that the other woman is the woman who was in the other car that was in the crash, and she was also pregnant, and, like, her baby was born still, um, is... is super interesting yeah and i think is great and i think there's a lot of we were talking about imagery i think there was a lot of like presence of motherhood in in it you know like so important from from the main character having this like strange relationship with her mother um and then her mother coming over 
to help her and support her child and then essentially uh the main character sarah killing her mother mm-hmm. and and that's after the um perpetrator the other woman the woman in black pretending to be her mother Absolutely. in order to get jean pierre out of the out of the house um there's just a lot of like interesting dialogue about like protection mm-hmm. because obviously at the very end of the movie something really beautiful happens where you see um the cop who has had the flare gun shot in his face starts attacking sarah because he can mm-hmm. no longer see and when he tries to attack sarah because he's essentially attacking the baby you see the woman the creme brulee woman the woman who's been flambéed woman yeah. in black come to her aid so this entire time she's been trying to attack Sarah trying to attack Sarah trying to get her baby and then all of a sudden something threatens the baby and she is protective yes um and so when Sarah ends up on the stairs knowing the baby's coming says the baby's coming says the baby's stuck and essentially the woman in black saves the baby yeah, like she shushes they... her and she comforts her as she cuts the baby up exactly exactly so that's just this is very interesting thing where they're both they're both women who were about to be mothers they both um are women who like they've been through this trauma um, yeah the woman in black lost a baby and the other woman lost her husband right exactly and essentially doesn't mind if she loses this baby um I don't know. It's very, it's very interesting. No, and that is really interesting. Like Sergio and I, we just watched The Color Purple. He made mm-hmm. me watch it. Um, and that movie is another like really strong female story. Mm-hmm. And nobody get mad at me for comparing these two movies, but I do think they both have very strong um, imagery about uh, how females interact. Mm-hmm. Well, wi- I'm not a National Geographic Channel person. Women right. <laughs> interact. Um, because in The Color Purple, um, every single person that Whoopi Goldberg befriends, mm-hmm. they start off as enemies. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's kind of like how society perceives them. Like the women are in competition with each other. Right. But Internal misogyny get... and all this business. Yeah. But as everybody, as she gets to know them, they become close friends, closer than any of the men in her life. Mm-hmm. And all of that because they realize that they're all in the same boat. Right. And there's a kind of similar thing here where it's like enemies becoming like this kind of begrudging comfort thing. Obviously, it's not the same. It's not a Steven Spielberg movie. Right. It's a French extremist movie, but it's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that if Sarah had any any hope that she was going to live after all of what had happened that night, that she may not have had the same feeling. But I think she it she knew she was going to die either way. Yeah. And it got to a point where it was like, let's just save this baby. Yeah, exactly. Um, which is interesting considering how the how it opens with her obviously not wanting the baby. So, yeah. Overall, super interesting movie. Great twist. Great way, way to tell the story. Awesome, amazing gore. Um, yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us, Shannon. Yeah. Uh, Merry Christmas, everyone. Do you have a Christmas recommendation for people to watch? Yes, absolutely. My my Christmas recommendation is Black Christmas. Oh, the original. The original. Yes, it's very good. Um, there's a, a glass unicorn involved, which is, is. amazing. Um, and Andrea Martin and the drunk woman. Margot Kidder. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so good. So good. She's um, wonderful. We uh, we reviewed that last year. We I'm did. Also, I'm also on an episode of Dollar Reviews reviewing it this year that's it's 
on the internet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Google it. Um, but it's great, so uh, check it out. What is your recommendation? I actually have a double feature of sequels. Ooh. I recommend Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2. Mm-hmm. Because, first of all, you don't need to have seen the first one. Because mm-hmm. Part 2 is basically half composed of flashback scenes to the first That's one. That's right, yeah. But then, so you get like the idea of what the first one is, and then all the new footage is the campiest, craziest stuff <laughs> you've ever seen. <laughs> Um, I that, also re- sorry that that's one of the movies that was like memefied to the yeah extreme. garbage day. <laughs> um, and also Jack Frost Two: Revenge of the Mutant Killer Snowman. Look, you know what you're getting with this one. It's super low budget. It's crazy, but it's an antifreeze evil snowman who goes to a Caribbean island and makes a bunch of snowball babies that kill people. Um, it's great. <laughs> the I, the fir- it's better than the first one in my opinion. The wow. first one's kind of a uh, seedy. Uh, but yeah, Sergio, do you have a Christmas movie you want to recommend? Um, sorry, what are the criteria for recommending this movie? Just a Christmas movie. What do you recommend? Uh, go see Office Christmas Party. <coughs> sure. Catch In a dollar. Now. What? I don't know. This is really spur of the moment. You sorry, didn't tell me. Task me with that. Um, a favorite Christmas movie of mine would probably be Fred Claus. It's funny. one where unloved brothers. Uh, you guys, you know, you. I don't know. You'll, you'll just, you'll dig it. Great. Thank you. Sorry. And what are your Christmas horror movie traditions? Um, you can contact us at Scream101Pod. You can find us on Facebook at Scream101Podcast. Email us at Scream101Podcast at gmail.com. Find us on iTunes. Subscribe, rate, and review us. Give us five stars as a Christmas present. We'd really appreciate it. Um, thank you, everybody, very much. Have a Merry Christmas and good luck on your journey. And we'll see you for the uh, final week of Mexican Horror Month uh, this Friday. All right. Stay gold. Bye. This episode was brought to you by Cupholder Radio. You can find more episodes of this show and others at cupholderradio.com or wherever podcasts are sold. Get out! The podcast is coming from inside the house. Hello there. I'm Uncle Ponyboy. Do you like suspense? Don't go in there! Buckets of blood and human excrement? Pour upon me! Gratuitous nudity with more boobies than you can handle? Let me see them. And radical hairstyles? Oh, yeah! then you should check out the Gore Gab podcast, hosted by yours truly and DJ Gill. Hello! You can find us on the iTunes podcast store and on Twitter at Gore Gab Podcast. And while you're at it, go ahead and go check out cupholderradio.com. It's podcast for the weird at heart. <laughs>